Do you struggle with fear, doubt, and worry in your public speaking? Do you find it difficult to connect with your audience and deliver presentations that leave a lasting, positive, unforgettable impact? If yes, then let's dive in the world of public speaking and presentation skills with your host, Eric Edmeets. Welcome to the Unforgettable Podcast with guest host, David Wood. You know, I love these speaker reviews, and uh, and and there's so much talent. And I really, as we look at this one here, I mean, watching someone come in and at the very last minute, because of all the skills he learned, was able to completely switch. It was a 180-degree turn because of the skills. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah, he did so well in his preparation and preparing a talk and all that sort of stuff, but he proved one of the principles, and that is that if you learn the core skills, then you can speak about just about anything, and you can often do it spontaneously at the last moment. And in this case, he changed his speech right before the finals and jumped in with something pretty special. Yeah, and because in the semifinals, his speech was so well received having the courage to change after that, because that would have been a low-hanging fruit, right? So again, going back to the skills. So you ready to listen? I want to point something out where Shaft here is a little bit different than, say, some of the other uh, talks that we have reviewed and review, will review, and that is that he is not so shy. He's actually very extroverted. And so what, one of the things that was really interesting about him is watching him use the extroversion and use his like uh, ability to push his energy out but also for him to watch him hold it back and learn to leave pauses in the way he told things. So it's going to be, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Let's roll it. Yeah, let's roll it. All this time I was finding myself in are you having a good time? If you are, say, oh yeah. oh, yeah. Repeat after me. I love my life. I love my body. I love myself. Now, that was not my mantra a few years ago. My mantra used to be, I hate my life. I hate my body. And the best one was I hate myself. It took a while to flip it. When I went to my therapist, um, she said, you've got to learn to love yourself, Shaft. I was like, I have no idea how to do that. And she gave me this tool. Here's a bit of homework for you guys. Tonight, when you go home, look in front of the mirror, get naked, and make love to yourself, she said. I was like, what the fuck? So... This is all she said. Get naked, start kissing yourself. Wait until I'm a man so my inner feminine comes out. And then you take her out the mirror and make love to yourself. That's how you love yourself. I was like, okay, this sounds super weird. Uh, back in 2014, I think this happened. There's no such thing as chakras. No one was vegan. And meditating was just boring. And yoga was just stretching. And there's definitely no such thing as tantra. So, uh... I go home and do it. I, you know, I paid money for this. I might as well do something with it. So I go home and I look in the mirror and I'm a man. And the only time you ever look in the mirror is to shave. And that's it. You don't need that mirror for anything else. So for me to look in the mirror longer than seven minutes, that's how long it took me to shave. 
and then get undressed and then look at myself naked, the first thing I wanted to do was like, this is weird, I need to run. <laughs> and my, there are no abs. <laughs> I thought there were abs. <laughs> And then I had to love myself physically, which is, I love you. And I was like, thank God no one's watching me. I love you. It was just so weird. And I'm naked. <laughs> so I thought, okay, I'm going to get into this. I'll give it a go. Oh, I love you. Oh, it's not that bad. Oh, I love you. Oh, it's actually not that bad. It's only been 15 minutes. And then I had to stare in the mirror until I saw my inner feminine. I was waiting there. Nothing was going on. I waited, I waited. I literally gave up. And then I closed my eyes. And all of a sudden, I saw these cat-like eyes. And then I saw the camera pans back, this angelic creature with his giant wings. And I was like, I did it. That's my inner feminine. I'm an artist, by the way, and I'm born and raised on sci-fi, so I have a very active imagination. So I was like, okay, this is my inner feminine. I'm going to make love to her. So I take her out of the mirror, like my therapist said, and then I make love to myself. Now, the only time I touch my penis is watching porn. That's usually on a Thursday when I'm send after I send an invoice. It's the only time I'm like in front of a computer and then porn and then congratulations and I'd link it to money and sex. It's like, it's not, I don't know why I did it, but I did it. So I'm, I'm, I'm masturbating this time, not watching porn. And I see myself. I've got these giant wings. She's got this giant wings. There's no such thing as gravity. The only limitation is my imagination. We're in this ethereal place, making love in the clouds. And then we reach these climactic oh, stages of pleasure, which I've never felt before in my body. In the end, I feel this surge of energy, which I've never felt before. And I ejaculate. And my crown explodes. And I have no idea what that sensation is. And the first thing my brain says to me, I will never watch porn again. Like, why would you do that when that was way much, so much better? I'm going to fast forward to what happened after that. A, few, a week later, I meet a beautiful woman. I've got social anxiety. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I'm trying to love myself. I meet her. I don't say anything because I can't speak to her. I'm petrified. She's hot. And I'm acting weird around her. I go home, go to sleep. I see her in a dream. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to meet her. I meet her. We end up falling in love. Long story short, we make love. She's my first conscious girlfriend. She, we, we get on like a house on fire. She's actually, she does a thing called Tantra. I don't know what that is yet. And then we have this beautiful conversation. She shows me a little drawing. It's called a vision board. It's like apparently if you draw on it, it comes true. One of the pictures is... A guy with a top knot with wings, a woman with wings in a position called Yabya making love. That's what I saw. I manifested my inner feminine into reality. Eventually, there was a documentary made up about us and our love for each other. And it was one of the most profound healing experiences I've ever felt in my life. A conscious, loving relationship is one of the deepest and most powerful forms of personal development I've ever had in my life. 
And when I learned to love myself, love my body, and love my life, I found one of the loves of my life. So my invitation to you is truly masturbate in front of a mirror and then love yourself, get naked, and thank you very much. My name is Shaft. I love you all. <laughs> Eric, I was not going to come. I, 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 I was actually sorting out my plane tickets to Bali. <laughs> I was like, I've not even made it. I'm going home. <laughs> Okay, Shaft. So first of all, my cheeks hurt from laughing so hard. So I love your humor, but I also love how you brought it down to a very um, spiritual message and shared that connection with us. And then at the end, brought us back up to that laughter again. I thought that was an amazing ride. So thanks. Tantric lovemaking. Thank you very much. Wow. The courage to change from this morning. You, this morning, you were brilliant. Completely different talk. I, I was just so beautifully surprised. But I want to say something, you know, one of the things I always tell trainers is, uh, you know, you bring yourself with you to the stage. And what I love when I watch you walk in the room the very first time, this person, you walk through the room and this energy emits from you, this belief in Tantra, this belief in connection, you love men and women equally, you know, the very first time you speak, I don't know anyone that can't fall in love with you. You know, you just have that and your mission and, and purpose to, to bring love to the world and connection and intimacy, and it radiates out of you. So, again, it's just been wonderful to get to know you as well. Shout. Oh, let's work together. Love you, bro. I just want people to love themselves. In front of a mirror. <laughs> In front of a mirror, yeah. I, uh, I am absolutely blown away. I'm really impressed. Um, you have gone from... Uh, a very passionate person with a strong message that was scattering that message to somebody who has now developed the skill to develop the, to, to deliver the message in a powerful, memorable, influential, humorous, and important way. And you've demonstrated something that I've been talking about for the last five days, and that is that storytelling is a skill. And once you have that skill, every story you have upgrades. Because you told a story today at a world-class level, and it would have been very easy. It would have been very easy to just to bring that story, try and upgrade it a little bit. It would have been great. But you came out here and said, no, I'm going to take the skills. I'm going to do another story that, that just blew our minds. It was absolutely fantastic. So I'm glad you did come. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think everyone's going to go out and buy a mirror. <laughs> yeah, mirrors are going on sale on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what, what you said right before we watched him? I want to remind everyone about that, is that he's a natural extrovert. However, you know, reeling him back in and allowing him to be heard differently, because otherwise it was so big, a lot of people couldn't hear him. But yeah. he really was able to be heard, right? You know, uh, also what's really interesting is he actually is so extroverted, but in his case, that extroversion was almost like a coping mechanism to overcome his shyness. So in a weird way, like where some people are shy and they're very quiet, his thing was, well, I'll just be so loud that nobody can see me in a sense. And you're right, reeling it back in. Like, And you know, you said before his talk, it was such an important thing is that his first talk was so funny, so well-received. It was like, if your primary goal was just about winning, you might stay with that talk. But instead, he got brave and he got in touch with a message, a Rembrandt, right? He got in touch with this perspective that he suddenly saw had value for people and he took a chance and delivered something important. Yeah. I told about that. You know, if the Rembrandt analogy, if you're missing it, if you go back to episode two, 
we tell the whole uh, Rembrandt story. It's really a great listen. So again, I want you to think about that as you're sort of thinking about Shaft and his delivery. Think about your own Rembrandt, your own story, and how you can bring your story to life. And thank you for being here. So that's it for today's episode of Unforgettable. Head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week who posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private $25,000 VIP day with Eric Edmeads himself. Be sure to head on over to unforgettable.show and pick up a free copy of Eric's gift and join us on the next episode. <laughs>